It's a Nintendo Powercast episode 416. I'm your host, N64 Josh. Johnny Bo, what is up, dude? What's going on? I'm hype. We're day early. We 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 are we <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's hyped. We're day early. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. It's Wednesday. It's not Thursday. Cheesy, what's going on? It's Wednesday, my dudes. That's what's hype. going on, cheese cards? Crawler, what's happening? Hey, how's it going? Crawl coming at you. So it's it's the the eve of May fourth, and all through the Death Star, not a not a creature. Mouse droid. Not mouse even droid. Mouse oh, droid. that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> we know what they are now. They're security droids. Are you driven, are you up to date on your Mandalorian? D- driven by mice, according to Robot Chicken. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, before we jump into this thing, of course, jump into the Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord. There are a number of podcasts that are either back or have just started that we want to uh, let you guys know about. Uh, Pokey News Now back um, is back, and uh, the, an episode went up today. Johnny and Cheesy have a brand new show that I want to hear more about in just a second, and I'm launching a Star Wars podcast tomorrow that's literally called star wars podcast so um it's gonna How'd be you pretty... get that one how'd you get I... that name <laughs> i don't know it was, just, it was just available the youtube channel is youtube.com slash at star wars pod so and if i can get the the ai cloning tool to work correctly i will have young anakin saying and this is podcasting so we'll Ooh, see uh that's we'll see. good that's good yeah, yeah that's <laughs> well, good i gotta i gotta work with it a little bit more but uh I, I think I'll be able to pull it off. But um, you guys got a new show. Tell us, tell us all about it. Give us, give us the deets. Go for it, Johnny. All right. So we have a so new. The podcast rant. is about. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, seriously, go for it. Yeah. So we started a new podcast because the listeners of this show wanted it. Really, it's uh, called Communication Air, and it's a gaming debate podcast where me and Cheesy go back and forth talking about our thoughts and points on things, and uh, we yell at each other. Cheesy told me that I need to learn my ABCs on this most recent episode. So True. He's complaining complaining that physical games suck, but really it's because he doesn't put his games in alphabetical order, <laughs> and it's because well, he doesn't know his ABCs. Sometimes you get so many, they, uh, they just end exactly. up... <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about he he, cheesy was bragging about how he got metroid prime remastered and then i'm like but we can't see it it's it's like buried in there you do you have it physically i have two copies (laughs) you have two copies yeah but see like that's that's good for you because you can have the regular cover and then you can Ill have the sealed, reverse cuz I got it digitally as well. <laughs> I also have it digital so it's not I haven't opened either of them. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. My, my my Mario 3D All-Stars is still sealed and yeah, I have I think still. a few other ones as well. <laughs> but yeah, the first episode is about digital versus physical gaming. It's called Communication Air Podcast. Uh brand new we got everything set up, so check it out. And 
as a lot of you guys probably know, I've been doing a lot of extras. We're doing the Nintendo News Minute every, like at least five days a week. And I'm coming up with other shows to do in the afternoon. So the morning will be Nintendo News. The afternoon is going to be something else. Today, I got up a uh, history of Wind Waker because I'm following along with the countdown that uh, I believe her name is Rebecca is doing on Twitter and trying to follow along and give history for each of the games. I've recorded the Four Swords uh, episode, which is not a game I had played, but just went through and found a bunch of the history, the development, the kind of the storyline, that kind of stuff. And so I will say going back and um, digging back into Wind Waker was so much fun because that is that is such an incredible game. So hopefully that switch. hits switch. switch. Yes, exactly. Or whatever's exactly. next. Bring it to whatever's next. <laughs> but the one that I want to I want to say, because what's going to happen is each day of the week is going to have a different. I think Wednesdays are going to have a focus on NES since the word that's the letters NES are in Wednesday. And so um, I think like th- Tuesdays might end up being like a TikTok Tuesday and I, and it might grab comments from like TikTok and YouTube shorts, things like that. So, uh, but the one thing that I am doing is called retro connect and there's a post on n64josh.com right now that you guys can go and leave your comments about your memories of super Mario brothers. And I'm going to read them either depending on how long the episodes are i may do i may do two part episodes one with just kind of the history of the game and then two with the the stories and memories from from um the community and uh and and whatnot and there's also an opportunity you guys if you don't want to just leave a comment you can send me a video i'm going to edit it in to the podcast so that you're you can actually have your voice out uh um, on the show if you want so um, lots of lots of cool things planned honestly really i'm just i could not be more excited about about everything that's going on so we got some news and then we're going to talk star wars because it's may the 4th right before we do that johnny where can people connect with you i'm uh johnny about everywhere twitter tiktok instagram twitch youtube yeah that's it cheesy how about you you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, GCC64, C-H-E-E-Z-Y-C-64. And Crawler. Uh, Twitter and TikTok are the best spots. Uh, Nightcrawler724, Nightcrawlers without the E. And I think it's worth noting, with it being, with it being May 4th, and the fact that we are going to talk about Star Wars real quick, because Lego Star Wars is on the Switch, I think we can talk about your guys' uh, uh, Lego purchases this week. Do we have to? So... Because <laughs> <laughs> Johnny spent a paycheck on Lego Star Wars. a mortgage payment. <laughs> yeah, Johnny sent us a picture, and he, it's on his Instagram, and it was uh, it, you could get it's what a, a free. Like for every two hundred and fifty dollars spent, you got no, a free one fifty. One fifty. He posted the picture. I was like, "That's like four Death Stars if you did yeah, it." Yeah, right. but I, they were being weird though. They were like uh, only one per household, so I had to act like I didn't know my partner when we were checking out. <laughs> I don't know her. Does she have her own VIP account set up? Yeah, she has her own. See, that's how they should do it. It should be a one per VIP well, account. That would be that's easier. What, that's what I asked because I had the the uh, X wing in hand. And I was going to buy it there. And she was like, do you have another VIP account? And I was like, I don't. Because she would have done it for me. She would have done two separate checkouts. Uh, but I just ended up purchasing it online. So I have mm-hmm. two online purchases coming. And then I did 
some at the Lego yeah, think, store because the executor, gonna... the executor, uh, Death Star, this guy, which I haven't built yet, uh, that thing sold out so quick on the website because Lego, Lego.com crashed for like two hours on Sunday night. That was, I was on it, and then Johnny messaged the group and he's like, Yo, the website's down. I was like, Man, I was just on there. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, well, so that was probably the one that everybody went to in the store too like that was yep. one of the big ones uh i so what i got is i got that i got the executor star uh destroyer got the x-wing that just came out the ucs uh version uh there's some brickheads which if you don't know what a brickhead brickhead is it's like lego's version of funko and yeah crawler has a couple behind him right here there's only one they're like buildable Funko Pops. They're pretty cool. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, the, so some new ones came out of that. There was two dioramas. There's the the Emperor's Throne Room and the Speeder Ender, Chase. I got Ender both Speeder of, Chase. Yeah, both of those. And we picked up the Cantina, which has been out for a while, but uh, we wanted to get it because it was double points. So I, I actually went digging through my collection. Somewhere I have a Slave One. And I don't know quite where it's. I think it's. I have a few boxes in my garage. I have to check. But within that, within that is a Boba Fett that is from a set from back in early two thousands. That was Luke, Han, and Boba Fett. And I started doing a little bit of research, and I was really shocked at how much those three minifigures are worth. And what really got me looking is there's a Boba Fett figure that's it's worth, worth two thousand like, dollars. Yeah, between three and eight wow. grand. Is that the cloud? The cloud the attack on or the the betrayal on Cloud City set from like two thousand. That set I found new in box for twenty three grand. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, support the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's wild. Okay, well, jumping into some news before we get into our main Star Wars topic, I think the first thing that we should talk about are the Zelda leaks. So, spoilers ahead. I'm just kidding. Um, we're not going to talk about any spoilers. We but would get strike too, probably. We would oh, get taken down. Nintendo ninjas would come for us. Reg, Reggie, <laughs> Reggie will find us and. No, come, no come question. Go. And speaking of cheesy, take it away. What did what uh, what was the first article that you brought to you brought before us tonight? So Reggie Fizeme, he uh, even though hasn't been working for Nintendo for what like five years now, six years, uh, called somebody out on Twitter that had a uh, a copy of Tears of the Kingdom already, and that person was so terrified they deleted their Twitter account. <laughs> Which makes sense. If you have the Reginator coming after you, yeah, yeah. I, I would delete as well. <laughs> he has, uh, you know, laser eyeballs. He's got the the fire flower ready to go. Like he he's he's not someone that you want to mess around with. <laughs> His, he might Metroid actually pin. be like the 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 official ni- Nintendo ninja. You know, Maybe. everybody's like. They're out there. It might have been Reggie the whole time. <laughs> he's he's like Tatsu on the Nin- Ninja Turtles movie, like the leader of the Foot Clan. <laughs> so he probably knew about Tears of the Kingdom, or you know that they were going to do a sequel to Breath of the Wild back when he was president, right? You would think maybe he's yeah. just pissed that it, like he knows how much work went into it, and now people are just leaking it, leaking it. Well, here's here's his tweet. It says so somebody. I don't know if they tweeted at him. 
exactly because the person deleted their their tweet. It looks like he's quote tweeting it, so I don't know if he was tagged or what. But the quote tweet reads, "I don't know what you want. What uh, what I do have." are a very particular set of skills, skills I have acquired over a very long career, skills that will make me a nightmare for people like you. So good. That means he can call a lawyer really what, quick. What is that from, though? He put it, didn't he put it in quotes? It, that's like, that's what Liam is Neeson from, from uh, Taken. No, from Taken. From Taken. <laughs> is that what? I'll find you now. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Oh, I love it. That's that is so that is so great. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah, Lacey says, well, that's from Taken. So there you go. That's and uh, before we go on, Josh, can we get a shout out for Hitman? Yeah, absolutely. In the chat? Yeah, Hitman says I will keep I I still keep up with every episode on my podcast app. Thank you so much. Hitman is a Twitch streamer, you guys. FGC underscore Hitman. Go check out his streams. He is an absolute monster at Street Fighter. So I know with the new game coming out, he's probably it's in June, right? Isn't that when that's coming yeah, out? Yeah, I think it's next month. His M Bison is just just unbelievable so go go if you're into street fighter go check out fgc underscore hitman so uh yeah as far as other other news you guys wanted to chat a little bit about midnight suns as well right like it uh got the got the old axe on the nintendo switch what do you why do you guys think that is the case any any ideas well it, more powerful my understanding out, it wasn't, they moved it they moved what <laughs> So they moved they moved Marvel Sons onto the more powerful switch that's coming out. <laughs> well, wasn't it not running that great even on current uh the other other systems? Really? Isn't it just a Does card anything? game? Anything? It's not a card game. Well, I mean it is it, technically it's a card, card game. system, but yeah. It's okay. Com meets Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, do any games run well on anything anymore? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean apparently even super powerful PCs can't run Jedi Survivor that well. So you gotta update your drivers. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> update your drivers. But no, I I can see. I mean, I hope that there's a more powerful system coming out eventually. And maybe they did move it because this isn't the only Nintendo Switch version that got axed. The uh rogue company announced that they were going to stop supporting the Nintendo Switch version as well. Maybe they're just moving it to the next. (laughs) (laughs) They're just going to get through May 12th and then they're going to announce new system. (laughs) I thought it was going to be on April 29th, right after the Tears of the Kingdoms Switch came out. Got to give a quick shout out to Hitman for gifting a couple of subs in the chat too. Thank you so much for that, brother. We appreciate it. Yeah, I, I talked about it the other day, and I'm just to me, it seems like the game is probably on its way out, and it was probably not that close to getting ready to be done for the Switch. And they, it, it from my understanding, it has not been much of a commercial success. And so, to me, it seems like the, I don't know, I don't, I mean, other other than like Fortnite and rocket league there really haven't been has there been real successful 
free to play games on the switch that that come to mind i mean we've we've seen a handful paladins i mean overwatch is there apex is there but like they're kind of just flavors of the week what's that one it's like splatoon but it's not splatoon the knockout uh, city no, Knockout City uh, servers are getting taken offline. Ninjala, yeah, Ninjala is yeah. still like doing seasons, and, but that yeah. was that's a Nintendo back thing, right? Though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I don't, is it? It's a Nintendo exclusive. Is Ninjala published thought, by? I don't know. Published by Nintendo. Pokemon Unite. You know that was a su- success story. But again, it still that's another, is, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think it's still. I mean, it's still updates and everything, but that's more mobile. In anything, but yeah, free to play, especially the games that need parity, like Rogue Company and Apex Legends, and uh, ones that would have cross gen. It's if you're playing on a Switch, like you're at a, such a disadvantage as opposed to if you're playing on a PC or an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5. I don't, I don't know. I mean, like that's kind of every uh, free to play game, right? On, on Switch, like even Rocket League and Fortnite, like you're you're not going to be at the best performance that you you could be versus somebody that's playing on like PC or Xbox or or PlayStation. Yeah, but they must still be making money off of them. Yeah. Well, and quick side note for Star Wars stuff: uh, Rocket League has Star Wars. Uh, oh, do they? Yeah, yeah, they have it's RGB pretty cool. Two cars. I, I, I haven't posted it Rocket in our League Discord, in and Johnny just Johnny doesn't read. Me. Didn't even didn't even see. <laughs> I was. He has to learn his ABCs. I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Josh I mean, says something in there, I just delete it. <laughs> ignore it. <laughs> I mean Ep- Epic's making plenty of money. The, the, oh yeah, that's week. owned by Epic now. And then yeah. I guess Fall Guys is owned by Epic too and that's on. Uh Ninjala is developed and published by Gung Ho Online Entertainment. Hmm. I don't know. But I think the Marvel Midnight Suns so the announcement was alongside of another DLC for that game. So the announcement came along with uh, the fourth DLC. And fourth and final, I think, is what they said. Did, uh, is that what said? And then they were going to release the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions. But then they said they're not doing the Switch version. Yeah, because that's the, that's the new thing now is, is release a game that's passable on the current gen and then last gen will maybe get a copy like uh uh hogwarts legacy was supposed to come out what april i think for playstation 4 and xbox and it got pushed to like june i think Did it? something yeah I thought, yeah i know i know it came was supposed to come out after yeah i wonder what this <clears throat> means for games like that because that's supposed to come to switch and um Gollum, the lord of the rings yeah, game is, is, supposed to come to is, is it just mean that the architecture is not as similar as we thought it was? Like, I get it; it's different on Switch. Like, that's a, a big job. But I thought the other consoles, like the last gen consoles, were somewhat similar architecture wise. It's not it's like the, we're dealing the with Xbox like the weird Series PlayStation S, Three what, stuff. Xbox Series S is holding everything back. 
<laughs> it's an interesting thought, though, because I think even Stealth tweeted about Midnight Suns and how it's a shame that it didn't even get a chance on Switch when you have Advance Wars as bestseller right now. That's also yeah. a Nintendo. But I guess Marvel is a big IP. It yeah. came out at a terrible time. It came out in December. Like nobody that is that is a month where games go to die. Jedi Fall Jedi Fallen Order came out in December. Didn't or and I guess November. November. Never mind. But it the, the, I don't the, know. the thing with Midnight Suns is, from my understanding, because again, I've I've not played it. It it has a weird art style to me that I'm just like, this is this is kind of strange. But then, the from from my understanding, they implemented the card aspect of it later, and that kind of turned a lot of the fan base off. It originally played more like XCOM. And then the cards, the card stuff got added to it, and they were, and the people that had been playing it were like, "This is not as good anymore." Hmm. And I think the reason that cards is a way to monetize. So I'm assuming, are you not controlling? Are you just playing cards? So it's the way it works is you have character. It's like it's like XCOM. You know, you have a battlefield, and then each character has a set of moves based on the cards you have for that character. So you would, it's kind of like uh, paper Mario. They used to do card, a card system where you choose an attack and then you like, use up that card. Like sticker star. Uh, I don't remember if sticker star had it. I possibly, because I don't think they had like normal combat for a while. We're, we've got a video running of Midnight Suns right now just to kind of get a get an, a, a better idea of the game. It's not it because it's all cinematic right now. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was supposed to be gameplay. That is gameplay. There's a lot of talking. It's a, <laughs> like, it's also that's a romance a jo- That's not a Josh kind of much. game, then. Yeah, yeah this, is game, this is gameplay right here. You talk to... There you go. Oh, yeah. I, I mean... It's definitely a a, a niche <laughs> game. <laughs> like it, people, I like I like uh, RP card RPGs. Some of them can be really good. Like Slay the Spire is a, is a really good one. I had fun with. Uh, I haven't finished it, but the uh, the Steam World. Uh, yeah, the Steam World Quest. Yeah, that was that was good. But I think people wanted this to be something that it wasn't, and that's why. It didn't sell well. Like they wanted this to be more like um, Ultimate Alliance, kind of more button mashy combat, do cool moves. Well, if you have a Switch, you're in luck. Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three is available. <laughs> is that <laughs> that sold well? So I don't know why they're like, eh, yeah, we're not gonna release another Marvel game on here. Yeah, it's just I I have a feeling it's strictly business. Oh, it's a super the, old trailer uh, too because it's got the March t- t- two thousand two. The I I have a feeling just the, the ROI is not is not there for them. They're just seeing that the the fall off of the player base is just not, you know, that's just my assumption. And, and that's a whole that's a whole other conversation we could have as well about just games in general as it's going. It's 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 super expensive to produce a game. 
and it's a big gamble and risk that they're putting it out there. And if it doesn't pay off, then it's just a bunch of money down the drain. And we seem to get just rehashes of old stuff. And as consumers, we seem to be complacent with it. We're getting, we got advanced wars. We got, um, resident evil four. Uh, it's, it's all mainly sequels or remasters or remakes kind of deal that were, that seem to be popular and actually selling new, new titles are tough to come it, by. And it's also it tough to market see, and tough to, tough to have them financed. Like hi-fi rush kind of didn't yeah. meet expectations and Redfall is getting just Drag yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Right I'm not hyped on Redfall at all, really. Well, and I mean, if I take like my my boys for example, and the games they play, or and then even my daughters, right? Like they'll go through. Like they'll they'll like let me. We want the Wii U downstairs. Then they'll play some Wii U games for like a day, but then the majority, you know, I get a text from my daughter yesterday. Hey, can I spend five bucks to take ads off this game? And the game involves stuffing the refrigerator with food. Like that's literally <laughs> the game she's playing, right? <laughs> My my younger son, he's all about Valorant right now. That's what he's playing on on PC. And then my other son, you guys, if you're on in the Discord at all, you see that I keep getting messages saying, "How come you're always on Call of Duty and it's not me?" He has my Xbox. And so <laughs> I see looks, I see N64 Josh signing online at like two o'clock in the morning. Like, like yeah, okay. no, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not. And I don't know. I'm like, I'm not, I'm confused why he's signing in as me and not just as himself. So I don't, I have no clue what's going if on it, there. If it's, just... if it's attached to the controller that he's using, it probably default sign in. Like, yeah. And, and I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I may not have it set to home. So he's, his account doesn't work. I'm not sure. But, uh, um, <laughs> so <laughs> like, th- but that's all they, like, they, I, I don't, and, and like, you know, they're friends and stuff. And then they're also going back to Minecraft. So like these these younger generations of gamers they're not they're not they've they've been they grew up with Minecraft they're still playing it mm-hmm. you know like that's well, how many times what have we bought Mario is, <laughs> So what you're saying is Nintendo needs a live service game Well but I mean Minecraft really isn't even live service right I I it kind of is it's almost like a metaverse at this point because you have user created content that's in a store like so but i just i don't think like we we were kind of i I don't know i feel like we were kind of part of the initial like buy a game then then online came out down the road like once online then now there's dlc right horse armor horse armor changed the world yeah exactly thank you oblivion but then now like the the live service games really change everything my my son was telling me today he's like oh i have minecraft up in between call of duty matches and then i play my match and then i go back to minecraft waiting for the next you know like because he does like money matches and stuff so he's just waiting for the next person to say yeah I'll, i'll i'll challenge you for five bucks or whatever and then so he's just he's just bouncing between those two you know, whereas like we're gonna we're excited about Tears of the, that nobody I don't think anybody else in my household will touch Tears of the Kingdom. Hmm. Is it because it's story driven? Is that why? And they don't want to like invest their time in in a story. And I I honestly don't I don't know. I mean my my youngest daughter when she was six played through 3D World, loved it. 
right? But like they love Animal Crossing. But again, that's a that's a game where you don't beat it. My my daughters love Sims. Mm-hmm. So that's another game that you don't really complete. You just Oh no, you win. You lock them in the in the in the pool and you take out the ladders. That's how Yo, you win Sims. I was cracking up. She was telling me <laughs> that apparently a vine grew in front of their door in her house. And so the only people that could go in were the tiny toddlers and the people were stuck outside, (laughs) but the camera angle wouldn't change. Like she couldn't see that they couldn't go. Like she couldn't figure out. She's like, I don't know why they won't go inside. So they're like, like the baby just randomly like took its diaper off or, or did its, its business and then just slept right in the driveway next to the car with its dirty Gee. diaper sitting next to it. And she's just like, what is going on? None of them. They, they all had to pee, I guess, because there was no bathroom, but they wouldn't go into the house because a vine was blocking it that she didn't see. So I don't know. I was just cracking up as she was telling me this stuff. So, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's a, but at the same time, then look at Mario Kart selling like unbelievable numbers. So it's just, it, it's, it's one of those things for me when I sit back and look at it, it's just, it's just evidence of how big the world is and how many, how, how varied gamers really are. You know, we get to see a small window on Twitter of like the hardcore Xbox, PlayStation and Nintendo people and some PC people, but there's a ton of people that just play and don't give, they, they don't get online to, to tweet about anything. They're just, they're just playing their games. They must be the happiest people in the world. (laughs) Well, and the problem is the forward, the forward facing stuff that we see on, on Twitter is the entertainment Twitch side, Twitch and YouTube side of gaming, which is all about keeping viewership high, which is, is being in the, the latest and greatest, multiplayer usually game you're seeing a lot of jedi survivor uh going around right now i you will see people that pick up tears of the kingdom and play it but then there's some people that that's a turnoff and they don't want to watch somebody else play a game that they're going to play as well because there's like the don't want to have it spoiled for you so there's either the only people that are watching are people that are also playing but also ahead so you don't have stuff ruined it, it's it's kind of a delicate balance like i i'm definitely on a uh story driven kind of kick right now i was playing a lot of xenoblade 3 up until jedi survivor came out I'm, i'll go back to that because i'm close to finishing it i want to play the dlc that just came out last week uh but i'm i'm grinding through jedi survivor right now to to beat it before next week and then i'm taking friday off for tears of the kingdom and it's it's gonna be gonna be a fun time yeah, it's just interesting watching their their you know their gaming habits, right? And again, it's a small number of, of just a but it's completely different than mine, you know. Yep. Where I could get my son excited about Monster Hunter, right? He loved like Monster Hunter, but that as far as like mainline Nintendo stuff, like they'll all jump in and play Mario. I mean, the other night doing a doing sitting around the fire pit, my daughter's playing Mario Kart, you know, so she's like racing people online in Mario Kart, like just zoned out while the fight, like with the fight. I mean, it's cool. You know, that's, that's cool. Beauty but it's of the just, switch. Yeah. But it's just so varied on what, like what they're going to be into and, and, and how long they'll stick with it. Unless it's those staple games like Minecraft. Like that's and, I mean, Fortnite reinvents. Itself. I, I just hit level hundred yesterday on Fortnite for the season. Star Wars stuff came out. So I'm, I'm excited about that. 
I mean, that, that's what I play with William. He's playing Pokemon in between when he's not doing Fortnite. So that's what he's doing. Yeah, we'll get into that Fortnite and Star Wars stuff. What, uh, what, what yeah, is it, so is, is, uh, should we jump back in for this? Is it, is it worth, uh, it's, it's a 20, like a three week event that, that's going yeah. on right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, it started yesterday and it goes for another 20, 19 or 20 days, however long. Uh, Anakin, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's all kind of prequel centered, which is, it's cool to see. Uh, you got the Venator up in the background of the loading screen, uh, when you're in the lobby. Uh, you have uh, episode three Anakin uh, as purch- purchasable from the uh, the store with his Jedi interceptor, uh, and he's got like a is a holocron holocron backpack, and then some weird like sp- they won't tool. give a lightsaber. Yeah, you, you can't have a harvesting tool lightsaber. So that's just dumb. That, yeah, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Padme is also available with her Naboo. Uh, uh, yacht or whatever it is, and then she's got her back bling is actually pretty cool. It's it's a blown up version of Anakin's uh necklace that he gave her. The Japor snippet, huh? The Japor snippet is that what it's called? Yeah, <laughs> it should have been. It should have been a <laughs> bottle of sand. Uh, and then you can also <laughs> buy uh. Uh, clones you can buy the 212th so cody's division and then the 501st rex's division uh as just default uh interchange well i think they're they're separate skins and then there's uh there's a event the event has like points that you can earn so you can uh get different back bling and and emotes and stuff like that one of them is anakin's pod racer that you can traverse around in uh and then you get a generic phase two clone that you can unlock. And then there's uh, the Ahsoka trooper and the uh, Wolfpack trooper as well. Uh, and then the part of the upgrade path is you get the Coruscant trooper. So he's red with red, red kind of highlights, which that'll be a Lego set later on this year as well. So I'm excited about that. And then the, the uh, cream of the crop there for the end is Darth Maul and his uh, Sith infiltrator as a glider. So there's there's some cool stuff in there. Yeah, I spent a lot of money. And I haven't even played Fortnite in like <laughs> months. And then <laughs> and I then spent... scattered scattered throughout the uh the map on Fortnite, there's some different uh Fortnite or uh, Star Wars chests that you can unlock the uh the deep it's not the E eleven is from the original trilogy, the 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 prequel trilogy is the DC. 11 I don't remember what the blaster is but it's the big long clone blaster that you can get and then there's three different uh character um riffs that you can either become Anakin Obi-Wan or Darth Maul and you get you get force powers you have like force push and like rock you can pull up rocks and force push them at, at people it's pretty cool and, and I assume lightsabers in the map again lightsabers if yeah, lightsabers if you go through those riffs to uh to study how to become a Jedi or whatever. Fortnite is such a ph- phenomenon because they still have the Attack on Titan stuff in there. Yeah, it's there. It's it's still on the ground. They still have the chests and they still have stuff just on the ground for. Yeah, yeah, so like you could get the Attack on Titan. I saw this awesome clip. It was uh, two guys. They were in the clone trooper outfits. One had the Attack on Titan weapon. 
and the other one had a lightsaber. And the Attack on Titan guy was just like flying around this dude with the lightsaber, and it just looked awesome. It's just like Fortnite. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't like it, but like it's it's kind of incredible to see what what they what they do because they always have events like this. They always they had Dragon Ball Z last last mm-hmm. season. And this Fortnite event is probably the best one that they've had so far. They always have one. It's usually you know May, mm-hmm. around May 4th. And this one is really good. Uh, they didn't have the force powers before. No. And they, and and like they've had stuff come out in in conjun- conjunction with like the shows like there there's Finnick and and Karasistan, however you say his name, the big Wookiee from Bo- Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And and Boba, I think Boba was a, Yeah, a Boba's thing. in there. He's in yeah. there. Uh, yes, I mean I have all the Star Wars characters in Fortnite, but yeah, they they've had stuff come out in conjunction with the shows. They had Obi-Wan come out with the Obi-Wan with the Kenobi show. Um did, did you guys see I think I retweeted it. There was a a clip of a short Anakin of- yeah, and, and then he, and he crank crank nineties and and then <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. throws fireflies at him and it or the the whatever they are and they catches fire and Anakin's down below just burning. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one. I saw I saw somebody was dressed up as as Obi Wan and they were standing on a on a cliff and they said I have the high ground and then yeah. Anakin cranked nineties and then jumped out and and actually actually got got his revenge oh interesting <laughs> so this this was similar it was obi-wan above and they had the they had the audio playing from mm-hmm. episode three and then he's just burning in the fireflies screaming i hate you and then, <laughs> and then like he just dies in Fortnite, and it's like please pick up my gear and then <laughs> it's so good so i think i i think i retweeted it if you guys want to check it out it's pretty funny so but okay and cheesy, do you have any? Do you do much Fortnite at all? Is it a game that that you jump into ever? Uh not really. And it's not because I don't like it. I I do think that what Fortnite is, what Fortnite has done for live service games and just making it interesting and changing it up, I, I think is incredible. And like they're the ones that you know are the the best at doing live service games. Um, but no, I don't really play a lot of Fortnite. <laughs> And I think I would probably be really bad at it. I mean, I could probably boot it up and and see, you know. There's no it. build. Yeah, there's no build. No yeah, build. No build. You'd probably win, honestly. You'd probably get some victory. Yeah, because right the off. first match is always bots. So <laughs> you shouldn't have told me that, because then I would have been like, oh man, I am really good at this game. <laughs> That's what they do. That's what they, they try do. to well, get. Actually, yeah, if, you, if, you play on, if you play on like if you play on Switch, you might get easier lobbies. Hmm. You also can't see and there's no zero draw. Yeah, there's no so, draw in, yeah. Install it on your Switch's hard, local hardware. Not Use a the pro SD controller. Card. No, I'm excited about the uh, Star Wars stuff in Rocket League because if there is a live service game, that's probably the one that I play the most. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to hop over to Rocket League and just grab those cars, like just mm-hmm. because, like, there's never, there hasn't been many cars in Rocket League that I'm like, oh, I should, I should snag those because it's a, it's, it's, I'm probably in a similar boat with Rocket League that you are with Fortnite. It's like it's a fantastic game, mm-hmm. but like it's, it's also one of those games if you don't put a lot of time into, it's like it's, it's tough to like really, really get good at it. And the people that are really good at it are really good at it. Oh, yeah. So fun to watch. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Well, May the 4th, 
We're on the eve. Well, hold on. Speaking of Fortnite or uh, Rocket League, I did oh. find this is the trailer for it. Oh, there's a there's a trailer. I didn't even oh, watch. There I just is saw the, the desert. I just saw the tweet. Oh my goodness! So you got R two D two C three PO. C three PO. So so they're just the cars. A, like, is it paint? It's oh. BB eight and Darth Vader, I believe. Oh, I like the BB. It's droid. So K two S O. Oh, K two. Oh, That's is cool. that what it is? Okay. Now, do you have to pay money? I'm sure you do. Oh, it's the droid bundle. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like 25, 30 bucks, too. It's probably not, it's probably not cheap. Not with That's the whole thing about these live service games. They are not cheap. So, if we get a live service game that does not make me take out a second mortgage, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Where you're, you're paying, uh, you, you buy two skins for the price of one full price so, game. Somebody who wants to do the math, I guess, 800 credits for R2-D2, 500 credits for C-3PO, 800 credits for BB-8, and 500 credits for K-2SO. So a total of, uh, what is that, 2,600 credits? So I don't know what the, I don't know what the conversion probably, rate is on made up, like made up currency. There's no bundle? It's a, it's, it's four it's separate bundles. It's called a bundle. Man. I don't know, maybe. I don't know, maybe you can get them all together. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a trip down memory lane starting back in 1991. Okay. 1991. Cheesy wasn't alive. That's true. I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars on the NES came out in 1991. And there's, there's 40 games here. So we're going to kind of just skim the list if you've played one talk about it a little bit anybody played star wars 91 nes i played super star wars so no i did not play that one okay so i did i did play this one because it was star wars it was nintendo i'm like i have to play this super bizarre game i believe it's in my collection i'm i think i have it i think i have it cib I know I have the I know I have Empire Strikes Back CIB, which came out a year later. These games were were very similar to like the Turtles games in a way, like the very first turtle game where you would like had an overworld where you'd walk around or drive around in the speeder and then you would like switch to like 2D walking right. Su- like <laughs> yeah. And it was very difficult. I remember just being like highly disappointed <laughs> like as soon as i like i was like well you know but again I, I i was pretty i was only i was only 10 when that came out so uh yeah empire strikes back wasn't much better um like i said that is one that i i do i randomly bought a lot of games from somebody on facebook and they had that one in the box still and i was like yo that's pretty cool they also had um Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back, and Super Return of the Jedi, which Super Star Wars... Oh, wait. Before I continue, though, I've missed number three. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, 1993 on Game Boy. I have Return of of the Jedi on Game Boy. Okay. Do you know which one you have, Cheesy? You said you thought it was New Hope, but I don't know... You know... I don't know if it was ever called that. I think it was probably just Star Wars, right? Also, but I then was that the NES version and they just like ported it over at to that Game at Boy? that time at that time in video games they took almost everything and found a way to put it on Game Boy. Yeah. 
So I think I probably have Star Wars 91, I guess. So, yeah, let's see. November 15th, 1991. It looks like that's the it's weird that it's not on my it's not on my list. Unfortunately, it just goes it just goes to. So because I think they came out like at the same time, apparently. So and I remember playing this one, too, and they were almost identical, (laughs) like as far as the the gameplay and everything. It was just like, how is this Star Wars was basically (laughs) was basically how it felt like. How how is this Star Wars? So, okay, so you you had the first one, but you never even played it, right? No, I don't think I've played it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And then Carl, you said you had Return of the Jedi. Yep. And okay. I played Super Star Wars and Super Return or Super Empire Strikes Back as well. Okay. G- I think what- I rented them. I mean, do you remember, but- like, was there, do you have any memories tied to this? Cause I've got a ton with Super Star Wars. Y- y- you get to know the first level pretty well in those games. And that's, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> so, Johnny, you played either of any of the Super Star Wars games? No. Uh, Honestly, I didn't get into Star Wars until like last year. <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> I didn't really get into Star Wars until like this year, but the I haven't I didn't see the movies until like 5 or 6 years ago. Interesting. Okay. And cheesy any of the Super Star Wars games for you? I know you were just being born when they were coming out, but Yeah, no, I'm going to say uh no on that one. The, it it <laughs> There was a chance, I believe, the Star Wars games and the Turtles games were purchasable on the Wii for a short period of time. Hmm. On the, on I do the, remember getting the Turtles games on the Virtual Console, and they they had they were really available on PlayStation. I think the the with Super Star Wars came out with Battlefront, I believe. I think that's the game it came packaged with. Like if I think Limited the, Run did it as well, or something, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So Super Star Wars for me, I remember vividly. We rented it. I was so excited. It was Super Nintendo. It felt way more like a Star Wars, uh, like how a Star Wars game should be. But so Driving the land, land speeder side to side. Yes. But so <laughs> difficult. It is right? very like yeah. like you were given very few lives and very little instruction. Very, very little, little instruction. instruction. <laughs> and I remember we would we got to the top of the sand crawler. And then would lose our final life. And it was like, oh, my God. Like, and we got frustrated and we stopped playing. It got so frustrated. We, we were just like, this is this is yeah. like this is like bonkers. So fast forward to 93 and I got Empire Strikes Back that year for Christmas, Christmas Eve. And I played that until 5 a.m. Christmas morning. And as hard as it was. I did not care. I was just like, yo, I am. There's, I have, there's, I got nowhere to be. It's Christmas Eve. Like this, it was one of my favorite Christmases. I remember my sis, my sisters would come out. They're like, do you want to go see the presents? I'm like, I'm good. I got like Christmas. I've already won Christmas with this game. Right. <laughs> How does so, that game even end? Cause the movie just kind of ends like the, it ends exactly like the movie you fight Vader and he's throwing, he's using the force to throw objects at you and your hand gets cut off and then you jump and yeah like i remember the i, I remember the like the 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 ending screen was like the exactly like in the movie where they're standing in the, the medical the frigate Calamari. like yeah. looking uh looking looking at the uh out of the galaxy or whatever so um but i mean 
all the way through, you know, because it's it's a game, right? So they have to do some things that aren't like canon or they aren't like exactly like the movie or whatever the case may be. But I I just remember doing the speed like with the uh getting to take down the ATATs, and I'm like, there's no way they're gonna let me throw a tow cable. And you could that was how like hmm. that was in the game, and I was just like, my mind was absolutely blown because I and was then it got like, even better with Rogue Squadron when you got to it, oh yes, <laughs> absolutely it did. So um then so then what happened for me, Super Return of the Jedi came out, I picked that up. And it was like, well, I'd beat Empire Strikes Back. That one seemed harder than Super Star Wars. Beat Return of the Jedi, then went and bought Super Star Wars and played through and beat that also. Once, you know, I mean, I was, I was what, what I say, like, like 11 when uh, Super Star Wars came out. And then by the time, you know, by the time I ended up playing through and beating, it was probably like 90, 94, 95. Is there, so. is there a mode seven, like Death Star Trench run in that game? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And what's the weirdest thing is the way Return of the Super Return of the Jedi starts. It starts. You're just in the desert with as Luke, just running. No, you're in a speeder. You're, and I think you're playing as Leia, like moving. Oh, then I, then like, I, it's a little bit different on Game Boy. I remember more of Game Boy, and I think you're just oh, Luke running through the. So there is and, differences, but yeah, yeah. The game, the opening of Return of the of Super Return of the Jedi is. You have to do this weird, like, like. Is she in her bow? You know, you don't. Hunter? You don't really see who it. I can't. I can't remember if you're taking the droids to drop them off or what. I don't remember the exact. It's been. I mean, it's. It was '94 when I did it, so it's. <laughs> it's. It's been forever. But I remember just thinking, this is weird. This was not part of the movie, you know, like weird way to start this game. But uh, you know, the they had, Rancor they had to, they fight. Had to get there somehow, like, right? <laughs> yeah, but the Rancor fight, the speeder bikes, all that, the the it was just they were just so so good and so much fun in fact um i have these uh i have these star wars technical journals um as part of my collection they were like these were not cheap right they were like 10 bucks back in like the early 90s and on the back of this one is the ad for uh super empire strikes back and so uh yeah i just i just remember like i had to have this game and they're showing the different uh oh when you were in dagobah jumping around with yoda on your back yep yeah all that all that stuff so just such a fantastic uh time in gaming for me um moving on though so return of the jedi on game boy was 95 um and then and then we move into the 64 so star wars shadows of the empire any of you guys play that one? I, yeah, I rented it a little bit. And that, and that was just, a, that was a good, I mean, for the time, it was a good third person action adventure Star Wars game. I mean, it really was. Yeah, it, when I bought my 64, if I, if I remember correctly, I, I thought I only purchased two games initially, and this one might have been my third game. And, or I may have bought all three at the same time. I don't, I don't recall, but I bought, shadows of the empire instead of mario 64 to give you an idea of how much i love star wars that <laughs> that that took precedent over mario 64 and again the flying sequences the the things that stick out the most to me is the battles with the bounty hunters and ig 11 like mm -hmm. or ig 80 ig 88 right um that was he was so incredibly difficult like there were some really really tough areas in that game but but it was it was super fun to play 
and there was there was something where you could race the Millennium Falcon if you got all the unlockables or whatever. And I was like, no way. This is, you know, it was it was what ninety. 96 so the internet there was it was infancy right so there was not a lot of like guides or anything like that to try to like how do i find this or how do i do that like you had to buy the strategy guide if you wanted to if you wanted to figure that stuff out moving to 98 was rogue squadron which is the game they need to put on the switch they need to put this game on the switch carl i know you had some time with rogue squadron yeah it was i mean it was expanding on what was only in the expanded universe at that point where Luke after after episode 4 forms Rogue Squadron and this is kind of the stories of of what it was you got to see it was kind of your first uh vision into other planets that you had only heard about or knew about mm-hmm. uh you got to go to like Corellia and and I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. You, I, I think you, you get to do the Hoth battle in almost every. It seems like it, yeah. Every Star Wars game, but then there's also other ATATs around in different missions that you got to uh, take down with the tow cable. You had, I mean, you had a whole fleet of. You were in the in the uh, Mon Calamari Home One like uh, bay, and there was secret codes unlocked the Falcon and the shuttle Tiderian and the Naboo and one starfighter. And there was all sorts of cool stuff that, that was, was in that game. And then, yeah, it was, it was just really cool. Rogue squadron. If you guys want a really cool piece of history to, uh, to check out with, with the developers factor five, these guys were absolute wizards with, the the 64 mm-hmm. they that they, they are the company that is now the i would say i don't i don't know this for a fact um but i know that they work with like hulu and i believe they are the reason that hulu is on the switch and no other mm. <laughs> no other streaming services there because they knew they were squeezing um juice out of the 64 that nintendo was like how did you guys do this and they're like pre, we re- pre-expansion pack too yes pre-expansion pack they reverse engineered the entire thing and if you want to hear a history of it nintendo voice chat from ign episode 196 i believe is an interview with the devs and it makes they, you really sad though because there's a whole does. there's there's a whole finished rogue squadron 3 <laughs> done on a develop on a on a dev kit wii u yep that we never got to see factor five took on another game that ended up um uh, failing and flopping it did it, it, it took the whole company out unfortunately so uh so we never got to see uh rogue squadron uh, three um Star- I mean, and I remember like playing rogue squadron and doing like when it was strictly just a flying game I loved flying games anyway that game like it was it was so so good um star wars episode one racer played that quite that's a on the bit. switch it's if, a, you wanna, if you want if you want a fun time that's, that's that game there. that game was hard for how fast it was like it was a fast game there was a fun there was a fun easter egg in that you could plug in controllers into ports one and three and you could do a code to have just your thumbsticks you could actually control it like anakin with the thrusters pretty much 
This is pod racing. Did this you guys play it on Switch, Johnny or Cheesy? No. I I didn't play it on Switch, but I played it on N64. And that was like, I think if I went to a Blockbuster and they had a, a yeah. kiosk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I didn't really get to play much of it, but I do remember it. And it was it was pretty cool because like, I mean, the pod racing is is some of the best of Phantom Menace. And yeah. so the fact that they turned that into a game was it was just genius. I, that's what everybody wants. Well, that that game is really fun too because it like it it you go to some of the same planets and same courses, but they get progressively larger. Like the early early rounds, you're not doing the full Boonta Eve classic course. You're doing kind of a condensed version. But then when you get to do the full thing, you can almost compare it shot for shot through episode one, the whole pod racing sequence. You can see all the different areas that that they that they go through. The only the only one kind of spot that you don't see a great kind of comparison is the very first bit out of the starting gate is kind of three diverging paths that go different ways, uh, then kind of all come together. But it's it's really cool to how much love and care they put into that, especially that course in particular, because it is on screen. Does it have the same announcer from the movie? I don't think th- I don't. Greg, is there an announcer? I know there's just the. Name? Well, in Phantom Menace, it's one of yeah. the guys from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, really? Oh, really? Greg, uh, what is his name? The He's like the guy one with of the glasses. The, I know. I know. Who you're yeah. Kind of curly yeah. hair. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Hmm. I, yeah. It's funny because I just put that movie on the other day and I it as it got to the announcers. I'm like, you know, I need to look up who these guys are like. They have to be. They have to be somebody, and it's funny that we're we're talking about it now. It's it's that's interesting. That young human is out of his mind. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But you can hear it now, right? <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah, that is funny. So, following episode one, racer, which I spent a ton of time playing, um, and I remember going to I think like my youth pastor's house a bunch when I was a kid, and he had that game, and so that's that's where I spent the majority of my time playing it. I, I'm pr- I'm I think it's in my collection now. Uh, next up was the battle for Naboo, which I never, I didn't really play. I never, I, I have my manual for it. I cannot find my 64 cartridge. I don't, I don't know what oh, happened. No, to you had but a friend it, borrow it, it. It, it. It's kind of a, a, it's a cheaper version of, of, of Rogue Squadron pretty much. I mean, it's, it's more centered around the Royal Naboo, uh, core of fighters, which they aren't really a militaristic, <laughs> planet to begin with so it's it's kind of odd but uh did you ever put the code in to play as like the car probably because that was that was the era of just the early internet finding cheat codes and or cheat codes in the back of nintendo power or whatever and and it's not just a car it's a buick <laughs> and ap- apparently so i didn't know this the buick is a reoccurring easter egg present throughout every game in the rogue squadron series of games as well as star wars episode one battle for naboo as a special unlockable <laughs> i only knew it from from the battle for naboo i did not <laughs> know it, the buick i didn't know in... it's in in there's a lot of unlockables in in uh in rogue squadron but yeah i don't i don't know <laughs> 1969 Buick Electra 225 <laughs> based on the car owned by the game's sound designer Rudolf Step uh, Stepber so can be unlocked via password that is so funny so so funny 
Um, let's see. Moving on here, we got Star Wars Jedi Power Battles Game Boy Advance. Hmm. Ring mm-hmm. a bell for anybody? I can't. Is that, is that in in the same vein as as Bounty Hunters of Kabiyas or whatever the the PlayStation game is? That's the fighting game, right? You're talking That's about the, the fighting, fighting game? game. Yeah, that was PlayStation exclusive, which is actually a really fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. Whoops, I'm in the wrong. Hang on one sec. I'm checking power battles right now, but because I can't remember, I think I played it, but uh, I I need to see. Masters so, of Terras Kasi is the is the PlayStation right, right, game. right, right. So it's a Tekken it was, clone, pretty much. It was on. Uh, power battles was not just a. It was also a PlayStation game. So, yeah, I'm looking. So, PS1, Dreamcast, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance. <laughs> and the difference in graphics are are wild. <laughs> that That is crazy to see. So, that was a crazy era, though. PlayStation, Dreamcast, and 64 were all kind of out of the... It's, yeah. Yeah. And Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance. So, I mean, you're talking, there's a, there's a pretty big jump between those two as well. But I do remember playing this one on the, on the, on the Game Boy. And it's a, if I remember correctly, it's actually a fairly solid title because it's, it's kind of, it kind of plays like the, uh, um, like an arcade beat em up style game. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty good. Um, moving along here, let's see. Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones on GBA. I'm actually fairly certain I own that game. These just the mo- the movie movie yes. the game games. Yeah. And it's yeah. I, I actually See, they 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 understood that they need to release a game <laughs> alongside a movie. <laughs> I played I played a lot of Episode Three, the game on Xbox. I think. Okay. Yeah, I remember that one as well. That one was just a third, like a isometric. Those movie of... games were always terrible, though. Yeah, they usually were. The, uh, they were the 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 way they did um, episode episode two was was like a classic arcade brawler, so it wasn't too bad. It didn't. I mean, graphically, there was nothing like super special about it, but I'd have to look through my collection to see which which one I have. It looks like episode three is is even better just based on screenshots that i'm looking at for the for the gba so xbox exclusive obi-wan was a good game right was that the that was the obi-wan um the like it had his uh, fighter on the cover right uh no it was just him young ian mcgregor episode one obi-wan but you got to like go through jedi trials and all sorts of stuff and then go on missions and oh that's right okay that yeah i'm looking at the box art right now yeah yeah that that was that i don't remember if i played it or not but it looks it looks fairly solid um so let's see moving moving on here we've got um star wars the new droid army gba which is in the same you're getting into some shovelware <laughs> the the same well it was in the same vein like basically attack of the clones they i think they just took the engine and just threw the like just took the assets and just created a second game yeah um then star wars uh flight of the falcon which is on GBA, um, which I mean, I've never even. How bad does that look? I've never even heard of. <laughs> I haven't heard uh, of that either. <laughs> of this one, so like, 
I mean, the way that it looks like a Rogue Squadron style game, it doesn't it doesn't look too bad. It would just de- be dependent upon how well it, you know, deal with well just it, a D pad and <laughs> a couple buttons. Yeah, yeah. So, but it doesn't it doesn't look it didn't it doesn't look terrible just based on the screenshots. But you know, it. I mean, it's kind of giving me like Star Fox vibes or Rogue Squadron vibes, right? So, um, moving on here, we got Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which was a uh, on GameCube. That was a pack-in. That was a pack-in with Xbox as well. Pack-in with Xbox. It was a a dual-box Tetris Tetris and Clone Wars. (laughs) Yep, I remember. Yeah, that's just mainly centered around starting at Geonosis and then kind of going forward a little bit before before there was a show to to kind of show that stuff off. Exactly. Johnny or Cheesy, you guys play that one on GameCube? No. I feel bad, guys. If you want to hear more cheesy and Johnny, make sure to go check out the new podcast. <laughs> this is just Josh and I talking about. We're getting, about we're getting to. We're getting to. I have one on GameCube that I've played. Okay, perfect. Then, yeah, perfect. So the next one on GameCube was Bounty Hunter, which had like Django Fett one. on the cover. That, that was a I remember that cover GameCube though. exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I so uh, fun fun fact. I didn't have a GameCube when I had a GameCube, but I went. Uh, when I got a Wii, I knew it was backwards compatible. That was one of the titles I went and and made sure I had to go play backwards compatible wise. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Next up was Rogue Squadron Two. Um, that's the one I played. Yeah, yeah. So I, did you was, own it or? Yeah, yeah, I owned it. So that's the one that came that launched with. That was the, the launch title, Rogue thing. Leader. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was the game where I would sneak into my parents' room and play <laughs> every time. And I I didn't have a memory card, so I would just do the trench run every time. Over and, and over again. That's I do great. remember the Battle of Hoth too. That was I th- that was pretty cool. Like I said, uh, Hoth in every every game that they yeah. can put it in. When it hit yeah. the GameCube though, it was kind of next level. The way the asteroids looked, the like that game still like the few times that I've popped that game in on stream, it still blows me away at how well, like how good it looks, how well it plays. The sound was on point. The dancing stormtroopers at the beginning, at the, at the beginning credits. Yep. Like it's, have you ever seen that opening sequence cheesy? Mm-mm. No, I, I'll have to check it out. You would love it. Like, like they're basically, uh, what's the, I think it's the cantina music. They're yeah. dance. They're all dancing. And it's like, like, are they kicking their legs and everything like it's i'm gonna i'm gonna find it you're gonna find it pull it up okay perfect i'll keep going here so the next was rogue squadron 3 rebel strike which allowed some third person gameplay as well it wasn't quite as well received did you play that one johnny the sec the sequel okay um so it's what rogue squadron 4 is what's on the wii um and then and crawler did you play three where you could run around as like um wedge and luke and stuff uh i don't know if i did okay i i did i played through it i didn't i didn't i didn't hate it it just it just was not quite as uh not quite as good here we go here's the opening sequence <laughs> they, they formed <laughs> the lucas arts <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so they all form the form i mean it looked button. good for a gamecube game i mean it, I I mean, it was for a switch game <laughs> <laughs> there's factor five yeah they're just they're they're such a great great studio so sad to see them go i have like full motion video like that's just it a did. clip out of out yep. of return of the jedi oh now 
like why aren't these games on on switch at least rogue squad like work a deal to get it on the on the nintendo switch online for the first one you know that would be that'd be great was it last year or year didn't they release a bunch of star wars games on or around may 4th there's a handful i mean we're, we're getting close to i mean I know There's, a bunch of them are on there, but I thought they dropped a lot of them like around May fourth of one. If of you years. want a lot of those old guns, you just got to boot up Steam. They're they're all, they're all there. Okay, we'll we'll kind of speed round this here. So next up, we got Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. It was on GBA. Hmm. Um, that's the one I, I said played, it looked even I played better. The better version on on Xbox. <laughs> on Xbox, yeah. There you go. And then we get into some actually some stellar titles, which saved. The Lego Company, Lego Star Wars, the video game. I've played those. They are there's like there's like three or four different versions of it now, but yes, yeah. I think I played the well, I played the Skywalker Saga, well, part of the Skywalker Saga, um, but I think I played the original trilogy one when they when that came out. Okay, Lego Star Wars two, the uh, the original trilogy, and it was GameCube, uh, GBA, and Nintendo DS. And Lego Star Wars, the video game was GBA and GameCube. And I remember playing on GameCube, maybe Xbox. I don't recall at the time, probably GameCube, though. And yeah, it was just such a it was like such an easy game for little kids to play. Right. Because there was like you didn't have to worry about lives. Yeah. yeah. Very self-aware as well. Exactly. And funny, like the Mm -hmm. way they and it's there's 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 a lot of history to like Lego struggling as a company. And when they started getting into games, it really, it really helped boost, uh, boost their business. And and, keep and now I drop alive. a whole mortgage payment in one day, <laughs> in one day so. on the uh, plastic. It's amazing. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. So um, let's see. So Lego star Wars two original trilogy, which uh, Johnny said he played. I remember when that one came out, it was, it was very exciting because I loved the original trilogy. Um, star Wars lethal Alliance is a DS game. What is that? Uh, it's uh it's got Ahsoka on the uh on the mm. cover, I believe. Huh. So what year did that come out then? That was a 2006 game. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, 2006. So Lethal Alliance, if you want to take a quick peek when did on Clone your Clone Wars the your... movie come out. It must have been Um Clone Wars would have been uh, 2002 if that's what if it came out with the game. No, Clone Wars the movie, like the animated movie. Oh, because that was the introduction of Ahsoka. I see. I think it's Ahsoka. It may just be a Twi'lek on the on the on the cover, but it, it looks. I, I just briefly saw it a little bit ago as I was looking through games. So, um, Star Wars. So, well, if if we're getting Wars into nerd territory, Ahsoka is not a Twi'lek. Oh, <laughs> well. I, I mean, I, I may not have played a lot of these games, but I do know that. Okay. Yeah, Ahsoka. What is, is she? Uh, yeah. Now I gotta. So you don't know that. Now I gotta look up the cover though, so I can make sure I get this. I'll look it up. He's a. uh, I can't even say it. It's T O G R U T A. I'm a horrible Star Wars fan. Okay, it's not Ahsoka. It is a Twi'lek on the cover of Lethal Alliance. Oh, so I don't know if you ever actually hear her. Her race said out loud. I think you do in uh, in Tales uh, of Jedi. T- they didn't. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, um, moving, moving on here. We're getting close, guys. We're getting close. So, um, Lethal Alliance. Then Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga. That was a big deal. That was on DS and Wii. 
then they're all the same essentially the, <laughs> <laughs> like i said they've released that game like four different times then we get into one of what i would consider one of the the one of the best star wars games around and that's the force unleashed and it was on ds and Wii for as far as nintendo systems i played it on xbox 360 i want to i want to buy it on the switch it's on the switch are they both on the switch one and just two? the first one oh, just the first one the first one is the second one can be skipped the first one don't if you're a star wars fan don't if you've never played it you are in for such a such a treat honestly i do want to play it and i know the the guy that plays star killer mm-hmm. is the voice of maul correct yeah sam uh wit Whitwer, is that his name yeah, yeah something like that yeah yeah he streams on twitch all the time i've actually had like you know been in his chats and stuff he's he's a pretty cool guy um and he plays a lot of star wars games usually star wars battlefront or something so um okay but yeah force unleashed it's obviously none of it's canon but the way it intertwines with the original trilogy original trilogy so good so so and there's good. multiple and there's multiple endings as yes well. yeah yeah so then uh next up we have the clone wars jedi alliance which was on the ds then a uh, Clone Wars lightsaber duels, which was on the Wii. I don't know if you guys remember that one where you were swinging, swinging Wii remotes around. Kind of, yeah, which everybody yeah. wanted, but it never was done well. I mean, nah, it wasn't. That wasn't that good. Um, uh, then Clone Wars Republic Heroes was on the Wii, the the Wii S, the DS, and the Wii. Then uh, Lego Star Wars Three, the Clone Wars DS and Wii. Then the Force Unleashed Two, which again, it's still it's still a, it's a good game if you if but it can be skipped is as far as story goes it's got a lot of fun elements to it but that was one of the first games where you got to like customize your lightsaber and do a kyber crystal a different color and i I, yeah i believe so so that's ds and we then uh star wars battlefront elite squadron on nintendo ds i don't even know if i knew that game existed what was the title elite squadron so star wars battlefront Battlefront. elite squadron was it dlc or was it is that spinoff of it's the I think games? I think the Battlefront games were coming out on like well 2009 that wouldn't even have been that was after been Battlefront 2 right it must have been and I'm surprised that the first Battlefront wasn't on GameCube I thought it was was it not I, I don't I played s- it on Xbox but so did I because of online so I'm not sure it maybe oh my- that makes sense did yeah, I don't know how well that game would have translated if you couldn't play it online. Probably not well. Um, next up here is Angry Birds Star Wars on the Wii, Wii U, and Nintendo 3DS. They ported that to... <laughs> I did not I know that. Own. Definitely played it on my iPad. Okay. I was actually going to make a DS. joke about it. I had no idea. that. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that it would go to DS. Uh, but honestly... Angry Bird games. I, I was like a big fan of those games. I had they're going to come back. They're going to come back. They got bought. Apparently because it's owned by Sega now, right? Sega. Well, they, yeah, they we all know how good the, Sega is. They delisted their free version to, or the, the paid version to make you do the free version so you have to buy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> of course it was did. fun. It's not really a Star Wars game. You know, they just have like characters that look like Luke and Han and right, Leia right. and all that. But yeah, yeah. it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot the birds out of a cannon. The bird hat is, is attuned with the force. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Disney Infinity 3.0 Star Wars 2015 hmm. Wii U. Toys of the Life. 
Yeah, toys, toys to life. Toys to indeed. Those would have been cool toys, though. Yeah, they and they the Star they, Wars stuff. They were. Yeah, I see them at retro game stores every now and again. Um, Lego Star oh, Wars: The Force Unleashed, 2016, Wii U and Nintendo 3DS. What were we gonna say, Johnny? You just said you see it at retro game stores, and it's not that old. <laughs> yeah, but it it's gone. You can't. They're no. No, more. I know, but it's like it makes me feel sick. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when they were all getting clearanced out, and I'm like, I know I should just buy all of these right now. They're never gonna be this cheap again. <laughs> There's a lot though. It's like I can't. There's too many. There's too many. So uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2016 Wii U and Nintendo 3DS. Then Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast 2019 Switch. I played it on GameCube when it first came out. Yep. And stellar, like stellar. Um, I, have the, I have the limited run Jedi Knight 1 and 2 uh, on, on Switch. Then Jedi Academy. One of the like... That was OG Xbox that had online multiplayer. It has online multiplayer on your Switch, but it's I think you're playing against PC players also. And like the one time I got in there, like I was like, this person is absolutely using the force, and I feel like I have no force. What is going on right now? Like, what is what is happening? Somebody explain this to me. But it's a it's a stellar game. There was great fights with like Rancor and like it's a fun story. Like you get to basically be a Jedi and go up through the, you create your character and just go up through the the ranks and be, and become a Jedi. And then, like I said, the online stuff where it was like dual sabers, um, like the, the bow staff, like all that stuff. Like you could, you could decide how you wanted to fight. I think you could choose different stances even. And, um, and then, you know, customize your force powers. The multiplayer was, was definitely on point back in the day. Um, Episode one racers on 20 uh, 2020 on the Nintendo switch star Wars Knights of the old Republic two, um, the Sith Lords. And, uh, there's also, they don't, I don't have them on my list here, but Republic Commando. Commando is, is there. And then of course, Lego star Wars, the Skywalker saga, which that's when we had to have all played, I think. Yep. Yeah. And it's not and- like the best experience on switch, but it's, it's playable. Yeah, and they, it's a good time. They're funny. Oh yeah, yeah. I I sure. definitely didn't buy that game twice just to have more blue milk Luke's and a better way to play it. <laughs> well, not, and like Mando is in it, is isn't he? Yeah, there's 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 Bad Batch Dan? DLC. There's there's Book of Boba Fett DLC. There's there's there, all all the all the new properties. They have stuff that you can add to it. That's cool. I, I think I bought the physical Switch so I could get the Steel Book, and then I got the 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 everything version on uh, Xbox so that I had all the DLC and everything. So, um, well, there you go. There is a, there is a massive list of, of star Wars games that have been on Nintendo systems. Guys, remember to check out the new shows, Pokey news. Now, uh, tell me the name of your show, guys. I'm sorry. Communication error. There we go. Communication error. And the star Wars podcast is launching tomorrow as well and should be available in all the places. So thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us. And we will see you guys in the next one. Bye now. 